0: Today, we are talking about three letters that are getting mentioned over and over at Acuity. And honestly, the more I talk with other firm owners, I'm hearing these same three letters come up over and over again. Matthew, you got any guesses at what these letters might be? (laughs)
1: Yes, I know what they are. It's got to be EOS is what you're talking about.
0: The Entrepreneurial Operating System. So what is it? Why we at Acuity are moving to it, why so many, so many other firm owners have adopted it. All that here today on Drink What You Think. A happy hour conversation between a couple of guys building their firm in really weird ways. So, Matthew, before we get into EOS, who's our sponsor today?
1: Well, I think we're going with two sponsors today. So oh. I because because I think One beer got sent to your house and one beer got sent to my house and I don't have your beer and you don't have my beer. So we're going with two sponsors today. So we're going with a repeat sponsor because you got multiple types of beers. Okay, for a repeat sponsor, welcome back to FreshBooks. FreshBooks, if you need a partner counsel for your accounting firm, reach out to Alex Mills at FreshBooks, the, the wonderful general editor package for accountants. Okay. And it's That's Alex
0: funny. Miles, to be clear.
1: Fucking A, I did that again.
0: <laughs> just you know, I... with it. It's funny <laughs> this way.
1: Alex doesn't know that I, I, I did that in the last one too. So, and I just got a text from her today, which was the funny thing. Okay, awesome. And uh, our our second sponsor, and we're going to leave that in wrong because, so Alex knows that I, I, I messed that up twice now, or at least twice. Um, the The next sponsor is a friend, okay? Uh, I'm going to give two shout-outs to this friend. So we did an episode a while back, and this friend had listened to it and found out that that I keep hats from all of the significant sporting events that I've gone to, which is over my shoulder, and that I was missing one from the Super Bowl um, that we don't speak of. And she, she found that hat. So that's number one. And second, she sent me beer instead of Kenji, which is awesome. And uh, it's his kind of beer, which is even double awesome, that I have it instead of him. So our second sponsor is Connected Accounting. Connected Accounting, one of the premier accounting firms on the West Coast of the United States. If you're an accountant in the Los Angeles area looking for a job, Connected Accounting is the best place to work in Southern California. Connected Accounting, an awesome place to be. and i'm thinking uh so for those people that don't know marie phillips who's now marie green um she she's from france so she found something from france adjacent belgium
0: and she she
1: sent the uh kenji help me out with the the ipa burt
0: ipa oh cool dude anything bel anything belgian beer is gonna be good
1: Okay, and it meets my standards because it's a 9%er, a so Ooh. we're going with that. And what did Alex send to you, Kenji?
0: Well, interestingly, um, Alex, who's from Idaho, sent me the Cali Creamin'. It is a, um, it's a vanilla cream ale brewed by Mother Earth Brewing Company. However, I think the reason why people in Idaho are drinking Cali Cream is, I think Mother Earth's got two locations, one in Cali, one in Idaho. That's why someone from Idaho sends us the Cali Creman. Thank you to Alex and thank you to Marie. Hopefully our good friends will be seeing you soon and actually doing this face-to-face, but cheers.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll see uh, Marie in a couple weeks. Awesome. And if you'd like to sponsor Drink While You Think, all you have to do is send us beer. Just send us beer and you'll become a sponsor of doing all you think.
0: You cannot send us cash. You cannot send us checks or crypto. The yep. only thing we accept is beer. Oh, yep. yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. tasty. That's tasty. Cool. Mm. All right, man. Well, let's get in it. So when did you first hear about EOS, the Entrepreneur's Entrepreneurial operating system.
1: Uh, probably six years ago. Um, you know, in uh, entrepreneurs organization, for whatever reason, I don't know if there's a connection or uh, between the two actually, but traction. Uh, the book Traction came out, and um, it seemed like a lot of entrepreneur EO people were were looking for systems like this, and this was a popular one uh, that seemed to have some. Um, um I'll say traction so traction had traction the book that 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 kind of reviews this is called traction in the EOS so I kind of use those interchangeably sorry everybody if you haven't read the book or or know anything about it but probably about six years ago for me how about you
0: Yeah probably around the same time I think um hearing about it through some EO members people who are kind of using it a bit um I, I heard a few accounting firms who kind of mentioned it. Um, I didn't really look into it a whole lot. And I guess this is kind of my second question. I'll maybe take it first, but like, I guess it was kind of what your first thoughts of it uh, It took us a while. So if we, if we both learned about it six years ago, now we're finally, now there's the book, Traction. Now we're getting around to it. I'll just state that my first thought of it, this was a very uninformed thought and opinion, which are most of the ones I have, um, was like, eh, don't think we really need it. Like we do a bunch of other things. OKRs we follow we follow other paths like I, I, it doesn't sound like and we, we kind of do some of the things i hear about in EOS the way they run their meetings etc also i think you and i have been for years pretty informal we we have an informal style of the way that you and i interact and make decisions and so i think i, I always actually i do i like that i like that so i'm like I didn't really think much of it. I was like, initially, I'm like, nah, not for us. Not really kind of my jam. That sounds too rigid. Some kind of framework. Like, yeah, that sounds like it sucks. So yeah, I was I was not necessarily a fan of initially.
1: Yeah, I thought it was extra. Like, I thought that was the best way to put it. I was like, okay, like all solid concepts all throughout the book. Like doing all of those all at once feels really extra. <laughs> like, when we were doing none of them. Like it just felt like, like six years ago we had none of this stuff, right? No, no. Like it was all theoretical, nothing documented for certain. So it felt extra. That's how, that's yeah.
0: what I'll say. <laughs> I like. I like that description because I think when people start a company, you're like, man, I'm just trying to get this thing off the ground, like, right? Do I really have all these systems and frameworks to put in place? Like you're just like, listen, I gotta just make payroll. I gotta get collect from you know. All those things. And I think there's a I've had that mentality of where, dude, I just need to get some work done. I don't, I don't need the newest pop psychology. And at the same thing, this probably for those who've listened, probably this smacks a bit of me saying, ah, we don't need core values. Like, come on, man. That's just for like hoity toy. Like I, I've I have a lot of these moments where I'm like, I'm skeptical and I'm like, oh, whatever. We just going to get the work done and keep growing. Yeah. <laughs> So that that's how I that's how I took it uh, for certain. Um, for sure, man. What so let's talk about what what's kind of shifted our mindset. Um, I don't know. I, maybe do you have any kind of points you can think of? Like where was it? Of like, well, like, oh, wait a minute. Now that we understand some principles better, this makes sense. Or was it just be more reflective of like, oh, we saw some weaknesses and some gaps in the QE? Like, what were the? Either the thing was was there one big thing, or was it maybe a culmination of things? You're like, oh, maybe this makes some sense for
1: us. Well, I mean, candidly, like we have done probably about two-thirds of it or three-quarters of it relatively organically through other principles. So now the thing is the stuff that used to be extra, I understand how it solves problems. Right? Mm-hmm. I understand yeah. how the stuff that I was like, oh, that seems superfluous or anything um, that, that, that seems to cause, that seems to do things. But I mean, a couple of things I've come to like really appreciate the larger that we've gotten is that a shared vocabulary is as important, like within your company is as important as almost anything to help communication. Like when somebody is saying an objective or a rock or a goal, or a KPI, and you know what that means, is a critical part of communication. And when we're talking about managing a company, and we're talking about all these moving parts and and different objectives, and what's a 90-day goal versus what's a long-term goal, a short-term long, and not having vocabulary where everybody understands prioritization is like a huge piece of this, man.
0: Bingo. I was just going to say, as you were saying that, I think about how many times we talk about something, here's an issue, here's a goal, here's a, whatever it is, here's a to-do list, it doesn't matter. And because we're using different terminology, there's no sense of priority. There's no, everyone's like, I, I don't know, Did Matthew just said this and Kenji just said this. How do we know which one of those is more important than the other? Or is it just because of your rank or how long you've been here? If you say, well, I've got something I need to have done. How do people know that, that doesn't trump something that they're working on on their team? And it's a lot of that that goes on with, and to your point, the language around that, how we describe things ends up being a way that you end up saying, okay, well, I'm going to look at a particular item and say, is this, a, to your point, is this a longer term goal? Is this a shorter term to-do list? How do we going address it? If you have a shared vocabulary, it makes it so much easier for people because we found a lot that you and I would say something, do something off the cuff, just like on a whim, say something. And next thing you know, we've got half the organization like starting to drift one direction. You're like, why are people doing that? Like, oh, because you guys said that in the last meeting we were in. We're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't I didn't mean that, you know. Right. And so to your point, I think the shared vocabulary is a big one. That's a big one. Um the one for me, I think the where I started seeing of like where we're having issues and breakdowns of like any kind of rhythm that's kind of I call it ninety days or shorter started feeling very it feels very inconsistent. Like I looked at this past year like very inconsistent. Like we we're probably ahead in some ways of like we at least take our. Leadership team offsite every quarter. We go kind of do some planning. We do some of those things. Now, our execution on what we do in those quarters, I think, is lacking because we don't have a good process for how are we what, how are we following up on those, how are we moving them forward. We've again, we use other systems, OKRs and such. But that felt to me of like, oh, I think this team over here is having meetings that are very different than this team over here. Um, there's not a good way to figure out whether we're making progress on items. And right. so that became revealing to me when I started hearing another accounting firm owner talk about like, oh yeah, we're just super dialed in and we're communicating really well. We're getting so many of our rocks, right? These 90 day initiatives, we're getting so many of those taken down we have clarity and where they're all at. And I was like, man, I wish I had more of that. I wish I had more of a sense of where things were at, a better handle on things. I think you would certainly make my life easier but not just my life like if I feel this way and I have a pretty good purview of the organization man people must be really confused about what we're doing and where things are at so yeah it just again we did we've done a nice job just because we focused on, on longer term values and hags and plans for the future we did a nice job on that but it was the shorter term things I think that weren't terrible but are not optimal
1: Right. I think the other thing that really stands out is I think if people are out there and they're feeling that you have people in your organization stepping all over each other, like not knowing who's responsible for what and like kind of getting in each other's way, the process that we're going through right now and defining accountability and the accountability chart is just crazily helpful for me to like from a thought process, like just from a thought exercise, like if we can execute a tenth of what we've kind of defined, like it's just going to be such an improvement. Just having gone through that exercise, like it's yeah. just, it's just, just incredibly revealing. Like it, and and maybe this is because I was naive, um, but it's an, it's revealing on two fronts. People that you think that don't have like you haven't given authority think they have authority and people you think have you've given authority think they don't have authority. Right. And just having that clarifying conversation where it's like, this is the person where the buck stops here, like for this, you know, piece of the organization. Like, it's just really interesting. Just a great, it was just a great thought exercise.
0: I think so too. I think, um, As we were starting to kind of get into this, and I realized, okay, this may be something that we could utilize. Um, I was one of the first things that we did in EOS uh, was focused on this accountability chart that you just referenced. And I don't want to get too far into the tools or specifics. We're not here to teach anybody about EOS. It's kind of more just the why. I think it's more interesting to think about the why's and like how we're going to use it. But the accountability chart was was super interesting for us. I think what I like about EOS in general is, I think it leans well on the principles of other smart people. Like again, there's a lot in here that comes from Jim Collins. I'm a big Jim Collins nerd and I love good to great. There's things there. You'll see him taking Rockefeller habits. There's lots of good. They're not trying to make a whole bunch of things up. It's keeping it pretty simple. I always like things that are simple for my little simple brain. And so when the accountability chart started looking at it, I misunderstood it at first because what it really is is an iteration of your org chart. It's a different way of looking at it. I always thought it was kind of the same thing. You had a bit of a jump start on this, and I think you were already thinking of it. But I think that without getting into deep weeds of it, if an organization steps back and really follows out of like, okay, let's look at the accountability chart. Meaning, what are all the things that we have to be accountable for as a business? And let's lay that out organizationally. let's not worry about who sits in what box initially. How are we covering those bases, right? And and what things are happening in each of those roles? And that was very revealing. That was really helpful for us. I think it's it's a super helpful exercise that it took me for some reason, like a little while to kind of get what we were doing there with that. But once I did, I'm like, oh, this is game changing. This is really going to help us. Um, and so I'm excited about that, but there've been a number of pieces there too, that I think, um, but the accountability chart was one of the most revealing ones to me. Of like, where well, this is going to be incredibly cool. Well, I'll, I'll
1: challenge you on that. I think th- for our process, accountability chart was one of the more revealing things, but if you rewound to three years ago when we did mission values, yeah, how cool of an exercise was that?
0: That was cool. That was really cool.
1: <laughs> I mean, so we're, I mean. For people that haven't done any of it, like if you're starting at the beginning, like mission values, it is gotta start there, right? Yeah. Like if we were, if we were starting cold, like we would have to start at mission and values, right? Yep.
0: You have to. There, there there is a we did, and probably many people do this out of order, but there is an order to it. Let's just let's just be clear. There is a there is a logical order to this even though we didn't come about it that way. And probably a lot of people don't.
1: I mean, I just wanted to frame that for like, don't copy us people. Like, no. like right now, like don't start with the, don't start with the accountability chart if you do it.
0: Yeah. Don't start with that. But I mean, this is the way that we've talked about. Yeah. we Again, this probably would have been better revealed to us. Like we talked in earlier episodes about like, oh yeah, this just this past year, 12 months ago, we finally brought in a full-time HR person for a company our size Lots of examples of why not to follow us. So that's what this podcast is about, people, is learning from our mistakes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for whatever use you use it for, God bless yeah. you. Like, I hope it helps because we have messed up
0: plenty. Plenty. Um, So I mentioned this to our team the other day and we were talking about this rollout that we're doing with the EOS. And what's interesting to me is that now that, we're kind of jumping into EOS and embracing it. I feel like I'm hearing about it everywhere. Like I feel like I'm hearing about like so many other firms and companies are using it. Um, Some of that is always that once you're looking for something, you're hearing it, you just see it more and more, but it does seem to be pretty resonant. EOS does as a methodology with accounting firms. It seems to me, do you agree with that? And you used to have us not maybe I don't know. I feel like I hear a lot of odd folks who are doing I, it.
1: I, I think you're going with the rose color, colored glasses on that All one. Right? No, okay. I mean, I think you're going with recency bias. and other. I think a lot of people like to do a lot of things. Um, I guess I still, I don't feel like there's a silver bullet. Like I, like if that's what you're going at, like, I don't think EOS is the silver bullet. I,
0: I, I don't I know. I don't mean, I, that. I, I don't mean I, that.
1: I think having something like EOS can be a silver bullet if you execute well because of the communication, because of the common language and all that kind of stuff that you do, but it's all in the execution.
0: Yeah. I No, I I agree. I I guess I was going to go with this premise. I was kind of trying to, you know, we'll see. It may not make sense, but you know, we were a lot of this, we were really educated on and really brought to front and center by Patty and Scott uh, as they joined our team, because they were on EOS and they used it. And so they helped educate at least me quite a bit on it. But It kind of occurred to me that, as I think about accountants in general, accountants are kind of interesting business owners in general, right? Where these, when you find someone who's an accountant, who's a firm owner, it's like, wow, they're entrepreneurial, but they're also an accountant. And so these are creative people. They've got some of that creative risk-taking mentality of an entrepreneur, but they're also pretty, can be pretty in the box. Like, let me, I need to find a good process or a good system. And so I do think that something like this is like okay this is a system it is you know that's the S and the OS is a system and I think we're learning more and more about that that like you you probably shouldn't cherry pick pieces of parts of it like we were doing you need to use it holistically as a system as a framework as a template I do think that accountants like to find a good framework or template we saw this with PASBA firms do a really nice job of following certain frameworks. We find this in other communities, some that you're leading of where like, hey, let's follow a smart system that's going to make things right. easier. We're, we're kind of system-oriented people. So I do think that accountants, when they take a look at this, are like, hey, this is not overly complex. Um, it's also designed kind of for companies and firms of our size. I mean, it's really kind of built for like a, a one to 500 person company, probably no bigger, like, right. right? You know, it's really kind of in that spot to where this is where most of the cloud accounting firms exist. So it's interesting. I I, I do think there's going to, I feel like I hear more and more that maybe the rose colored glasses, but I think that. No, I
1: mean, (laughs) the, the, I mean, the funny thing is to me is like I do all these talks to startups, you know, like, okay, here's the progression you're going to go on. You're going to go on from, managing your, your business from your bank account balance, to being able to read a P&L and get insights and make changes based on stuff that happened to a past, and then going to looking at more uh, predictive uh, insights. And I feel like, oh, crap, we were barely at the middle one where we were managing the business by the P&L. And now we're finally getting to that top Corner where we're like looking at weekly metrics and predictive metrics and and trying to figure out how to how to change things going forward, which is the kind of the irony. I've been given like this advice and not, you know, drinking my own Kool Aid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not. Well, that's not fair. Well, because I've never told people that they need to be anywhere. I just told them they're on the spectrum, and I've never thought of where we were on the spectrum. If you think of where we were on that spectrum, we were like looking at the PL. 20 days after the end of the month and going, what do we think about that? What do we do in like making decisions as opposed to doing anything meaningfully real time, you know? Right. And, and this system has, as I've gone through it, it's like, oh, the metrics we're looking at are freaking weekly metrics to yeah. be like, oh, there's a weekly blip. Do we need, do we need to address it? Which so is a completely very
0: different. Yeah.
1: It's, it's just different. a, very it's, well, it's it's a weekly. very it's a more mature thing. It's like almost like we're getting mature, dude. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, I noticed I feel like your hair is getting a little lighter these days. I feel like that. You just had a birthday. It,
1: dude, I I grew my hair out and I thought it was gonna be gray and it's not it's not gray. It's like <laughs> not as gray as I thought it was gonna be. So I was like, oh, okay, we'll go with it. So
0: you, you you at least have hair to grow out. Oh, good for yeah. you. I appreciate that. Well, I'm also Am not I?
1: gonna be I'm not gonna be 50 this year, so
0: Oh, geez. Yeah. Thanks for that.
1: Oh, sorry. Um, next, next month. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, It is interesting that I remember I was at an accounting salon event in somewhere in the past couple of years, and there was a big talk about EOS, how many people are doing it. And I went around the room and I'm like, all right. And I made people rank, like what percentage do they really think they are full EOS or not? So your point about like, there's a scale, there's a spectrum. And that's probably the wrong way to think about it of like you either do it or you don't do it. Um, But I don't know. It'll be interesting for us. Um, What do you think, where do you think we're going to struggle? Where do you think, what's going to be the hardest thing about either implementing EOS or once we're on it? what's, What's like, oh, that's going to be something we're going to have to keep our eyes out for?
1: Oh, I don't actually i think we're ready very
0: bullish yeah you're ready no
1: no no. i mean no 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 i think the organization is hungry for it i think the every employee is hungry for it i think every person on our team is hungry for it it's like explicit accountability explicit authority um that allows them to make changes and to empower them uh to do stuff uh I, i i really don't foresee um I don't foresee major problems. There's always the problem, like, you know, uh, there's always like people like, oh, I don't like change. I'm out. Right. Right. So that'll be the biggest problem. Right. If any of the 11, like top leadership team, we call them decide, like, I don't like change and I don't want to do that. That'll be a a major problem. Like, I don't want to understate that. But outside of that, like, I think it's just the right time you know yeah. and i think when things are the right time like there's less problems than you would have otherwise like if we had forced this all it, I, I don't know how people do eos implementations from from a standstill like if we had heavy. This, if we have tried to do this 4 years ago not to like poo poo on implementers or that are trying to get people to do it in 12 months or whatever but like like if you think about it, we're kind of going to take four years to implement US, starting with when we define mission and values, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's an interest. So I, I don't, I think if there's any struggle, it will be when, if people opt out because they don't like change. Um, but, um, you know that's always the problem with accounting firms. Is, this is like a couple people problem always,
0: right? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, I'm not expecting the other stuff because we haven't changed our values, right? So when we have a problem, we go back to our values, right? So it, like none of those feel Herculean. Yeah. After we did that values exercise to me, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
1: You see what, what do you think? You had something in mind. You're worried about something.
0: Okay. No, I I no, I, I asked these. I think I'd like to hear both of our perspective. I part of the job, like I, you know, here I am in this role and I'm supporting our integrator who's Lisa, our COO. And um we're I'm hugely focused this quarter on how do we get this implemented? How do we not just get it implemented, how do we make it successful this year? So Part of that means trying to think through where are the risks, where are the areas that we might have trouble, and how do we head that off? How do I look ahead a little bit and look around some corners for that? And I think your concern is in the same vein as mine, a little bit different. Um, and I guess it still is categorized as change resistant. But I think that all of us having to, especially me included, checking our ego at the door and following the process. And saying it doesn't matter what our role is, what our title is, um, we have to really be thoughtful about what are we accountable for back to the organization and back to our peers and stay focused on that. And so when we're in meetings, these weekly meetings, can we be disciplined? Can we stay disciplined to participate, to give honest direct feedback, to challenge in those areas that we get to the right answer quicker? And so I think that the system and the framework gives people the capacity for that, that maybe they don't feel that way. They can speak up sometimes. I think this framework helps facilitate that, but I think there'll be some people who we need to, all of us will need to either speak up or not let our egos get in the way and focus on, all right, let's determine why we're having this issue and what, what's the real cause behind issues and dig in. And, and, I do feel optimistic to your point about, like, we, we've got great people. I think we're going to have people who are hungry for this. They're going to like seeing this, and we like seeing progress for sure. But it does mean we need to change a little bit of the, the way we do it because we've modeled, you and I for years have modeled a way of like, yep, Matthew and Kenji just go ham and egg it. We'll kind of go figure it out and give people an off-the-cuff response. This At the top of this episode, we were just saying, that's the way we kind of liked it. We were comfortable and we were growing and doing well by just ham and egging it and kind of making it up as we go. So some of that pattern we've created, and now we're going to go into a more structured piece, which maybe I'm speaking just to me of like more people maybe like finally some structure. Whereas maybe it's me a little bit like, ooh, I gotta, I gotta stay in my lane and do my thing.
1: Well, when um one of the things that has I have been the beneficiary of like for from 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 going through this accountability chart exercise is that I did not expect because I can usually see the next step. I'm playing yep. down the you chessboard did. usually, right? Yep. yep. So this accountability chart exercise, and I and I'm interested to see if this is the same for you, helped me see how if people within our organization are growing professionally where they fit in in the future like it it helped me see their career path here yeah like a possible version of it in a clear way for the very first time at scale
0: yeah yeah so I, that I, was
1: really cool i mean that's yeah, a that really cool, cool exercise i mean that exercise is cool just for that yeah
0: yeah that that syncs up really well with um what our coach yes our eos coach says we are going to be using uh we'll talk you and i can talk more about this but we've got someone who we're going to work with who are excited about and she talked about that's really what we think about from a timeline of what that accountability chart and other things in the organization should look like should be 18 months out. There are some timeframes that we should be thinking out that far that help you visualize exactly what you saw. It's like, Oh, if we're going to look that far out and here's what the, org- the accountability chart needs to look like, then you can really start seeing how people need to grow and develop and how you can, where they're going to go. And okay. For me, that's exciting because one of my big roles is I need to help people, develop and grow. And if we need them in that spot in 18 months or 2 years or a year whatever time frame is, what's my role going to be in helping them grow and develop in that spot? And I think that's incredibly powerful. I and mean, to me it's I was excited to hear that cuz I'm like, "Oh, that really aligns with what I want to do, what I think is important in my role." Um so yeah, that future state of your organization man what a cool lens that is because it helps you make some different types of decisions
1: well it helped me see the things that i was doing that if we trained something for it like how it would relieve focus because it was a little bit the way no i, can't, I don't know we're I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole with this i'm gonna stop there like the okay. way the way it works like if you're in like too many boxes like you, you've got to have a plan to get out of the boxes.
0: You've got to. It will, I mean, this is—I mean, this is going to be a big initiative for us. I mean, we—we we are. Um, I'm sure. I'm, in fact, I'm certain that we'll come back and talk about this quite a few times on Drink You Think and how we're coming. How we're being we updated. We'll give you updates on how we're coming on this. Um, I would love. Let's let's find some other accounting firm owners who are either further along than we are, bring them on the podcast and talk to them a bit. Um drop some questions in about EOS or where you're at or what you think about it. But I think this is this will be a good topic of conversation that'll be a little bit thematic, but we'll see you pop up a few times on Drink What You Think this year for sure. Chad Davis. <coughs> <Can't win. Huh>. <laughs> <laughs> totally, agree. totally agree. Let's get him on here. They may not We've even, even need list. to have beer. We've yet. actually We've got,
1: got a-, a list of accounting firms and other friends that have done the, this on her whiteboard. In white the office, in already on our whiteboard in the office. office. Yeah, We've we a list. started it this week. They're like, who are if our you're, lifelines? If you're, on, so, yeah,
0: if you're on EOS, guess what? You might be hearing from us soon. We, we're already seeing you, you, you might
1: happens. be a lifeline. You, you might be a lifeline if.
0: If. All right, well, let's rate some beers here. I'm going to... Uh, let's see, rates, the good old. This is the, do you see that there, Matthew? The
1: Cali, the Cali
0: Creamin'. Cali Mother Earth Brewing Company. Thank you for this, Alex. But I got to tell you, Xander was right. That's your husband who was right in this case. Pretty basic beer. Not a huge fan. I'm not a huge cream ale fan anyway. It's going to get just a three, just, a, you know, three, whatever, you know. And I'll that's okay.
1: It, Alex. I'll drink it.
0: That's okay. That's okay. I know you got some more stuff coming for us. You were generous and we love you regardless. Uh Matthew, tell me one more that, that was a, it was the, called the um
1: it's called the Hublon Shoof. Is that a shoof? There it is Hublon Shoof. Is. Yep,
0: there it is. Okay.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bump this one up to a four because I don't like IPAs. And this was this was a lovely and wonderfully consumable IPA for a non-IPA drinker. Ooh, Can you, okay, you're gonna you're gonna save me one of those, way. yeah. I, I I bring you two because she gave us four. Um, but um, but um, the this was this was lovely. Um, if if we did it all in, it would be like a seventeen point five, because she filled out the hat collection, um. It was the only major sporting event I didn't have a hat for that, that I've been to. It's only major sporting event that I physically been to or allowed to be on the wall. So just for the record. So
0: that was awesome. I mean, Marie, you killed it. Can't wait to be out Marie, there. Uh, Marie, see her.
1: We'll see you. Well, probably by the time this drops, we'll see you next week. So
0: that's right. That's right. Uh But thanks, everyone. Yeah, seriously. um First episode of the year. This will be a big year for us on EOS. Uh, so, if you have more questions about it, how it's coming with us, we're always happy to share the good, the bad, and the ugly with how it's working at Acuity. That's pretty much what this podcast is with some beer sprinkled in around it. Let if us you know.
1: Feel like you're talking about your EOS implementation, you might have a guest appearance here. We do have some guests coming up this year, though. So, we're really excited. So, we got Practice Protect coming up. That's going to be awesome,
0: right? We do. We have Keeper coming who up, else? too. Who else? Yeah, ben, Ben with Keeper coming up as well too. Oh, we got Keeper yes, coming week. up. We got we some cool uh, beer as Actors well. Protect. We got man,
1: we got like a great lineup coming up. Randy we Crabtree, the coming. We
0: have all kinds of stuff.
1: So, so, so we, we'll we have, also,
0: uh, I'll, I'll give a little teaser. Our, our queen of processes, who I know every accounting firm owner is jealous of. Yes, that we have the queen of processes and automations in house. Yes, the one and only Patty Sharf. You may be oh yeah, we cool had to on a more regular.
1: You had, re- had to reschedule that one from December. Yes, yeah, so yeah, we were supposed yeah. To she'll be coming as
0: a little bit more of a regular guest, talking about some of the interesting, funky automations we're doing. Patty's got some very cool stuff, so and uh, always fun having her on. So lots of good things here in 2023. But, um, cheers, man! Cheers to a good new year. Excited about 2023 with you and with all of our listeners out there. Thanks, everybody.
1: Here's the KPIs, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. Thank <laughs> you.